Welcome to the San Marcos Chamber Business and Community Podcast, presented by the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce. Join us each week as we sit down for a conversation with our local leaders, decision makers, and more to bring you the best stories from the San Marcos business community. And now, here's our host, Rick Rangaitis, CEO of the San Marcos Chamber. Hello and welcome to the San Marcos Business and Community Podcast. I'm Chamber CEO Rick Rungaitis. Thanks for joining us today. Uh, today's special guest is Carol Farrar. Uh, Carol and her husband Eric own 1850 Realty. Uh, and Carol was a past president of North County Association of Realtors. So a great resource for us today to, to learn a bit about the housing market and, and how things have changed. You know, the magic word for 2020 has been pivot. So seeing how this industry is, has had to pivot and, um, and still be able to thrive. So Carol, wel- welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for having me. It's pleasure to be here. So the, the first question I have for you is about the market because it seems like the housing market's been doing very well. And um, for someone that doesn't totally understand that market, uh, it's hard for me to, to understand how it's able to do so well in a pandemic. So what what's going on? You know, we are kind of blown away by it too early on in the pandemic. We call it March, you know, what was typical of a spring market. Just, um, you know, there weren't a lot of changes in the market there was some softening and then all of a sudden after May, so May came where we were still shut down and people were like thinking, okay. And then it just took off. The market did not stop in terms of people wanting to move. But what did change was 50% of the people that would normally move in the spring didn't. They're staying put. So the people that are out there looking have 50% less to look at. So what's happened is the supply is created, can't, can't keep up with the demand and the demand is just doubling itself. So we're seeing just this week, actually I was out with buyers and there were three homes that we looked at, which was a lot of homes to look at, um, in this marketplace. And of those three, all of them had offers. One had one, one had eight and the other had five. Wow. So, I mean, you really have to be ready to make your best offer in this market because it's so ultra competitive and it's all a result of a lack of supply. So that's it. So there's, there's the buyers are out there and there's just not a lot of, um, a lot of houses to choose from. So it's, it gets pretty competitive and, really, yeah. and that this helps the raise the, the rates or the, the house, the housing price. Yeah, the ho- exactly. So sellers are really happy right now because appreciation has doubled. I mean, we're still in double digit appreciation, which everybody was suspecting because we've been on this upward trend for so long. I mean, the last seven years have been appreciation in our marketplace. So everybody's kind of like, are we going to hit a bubble or is it going to start going down? And the fact of the matter is it can't because there's not enough supply to feed the demand. So we, we, you know, we were anticipating that, especially in an election year, but nobody could anticipated the pandemic. So you, you kind of had some expectations going into the spring and then, um, and then with the pandemic, is that something you anticipated when the pandemic did start that it would just kind of, um, it would shrink as far as the number of houses that would be for sale? Yeah, because of, you know, the unknown, the, the fear of uncertainty and people were just, you know, it was so interesting because in March it was still very fresh and we were going in 
to properties. I mean, I'd go into strangers' homes without a mask, without gloves, without booties, because it wasn't regulated at that point. You know, it was, we were, it, the demand was shrinking, or excuse me, the supply was shrinking. The demand was not, despite the pandemic, which was kind of surprising to us. And then um, April came and the California Association of Realtors then put forth the requirements and we were in masks and gloves and booties and distancing and uh, private appointments, no open houses. Open houses are still not allowed technically in the state still. Um, Some people are getting, you know, there's always a loophole. So, but I mean, it really has brought about people's concern of the public coming into their private residence um, without having uh, acknowledgement that they don't have the virus. So there's multiple disclosures now that are required to go into homes. So being a buyer is totally different than it's ever been before, as well as selling a home. But there's just this level of transparency that you can't just be anyone off the street walking into a home. You have to show that you're qualified. You have to prove that, I mean, proving nobody's checking your temperature. So it hasn't got to that extreme because it is a private residence. But we're kind of taking the truth code saying, no, I haven't been out of the country. I haven't all the COVID things that we've all been accustomed to as a, as a member of the public. So we definitely saw, we were on the bleeding edge of that early on in the pandemic. And then it was, you know, April, May, where there was a little bit of hesitation because people didn't know what was going to happen. Are we going to open? Are we going to stay closed? And then I think it was the first soft opening that we had that the governor had started letting restaurants open again before the second shutdown. That was when the market just started taking off, and that was right at the beginning of summer. So our spring market was delayed to summer, and summer is now an endless summer because it has not stopped surprising because you think with the election around the corner that we wouldn't have this level of demand and people still putting their homes on the market. They are. They are. Still not to the degree which is going to fill the demand that we need, but, I mean, I see new listings all the time. So now I'm going to ask you to pull out your crystal ball. and uh, (laughs) Everybody asks me to do that on a daily basis, and (laughs) and, I mean, I I feel honored to be asked the question, but I mean, I'd I'd be Warren Buffett if I knew. So, I mean, but what, what is your, what is your best guess? I mean, it's um, obviously we have the wild card of the pandemic. So, you know, that's the life, that's the world we, we live in now. So what do you think's going to, how, how's it going to change? When do you think it could change and, and how do you, and how do you prepare for that? Yeah. Great question. So in my honest opinion, I don't know that we're going to see a tremendous amount of change because of the lack of supply now in other parts of the country, we may start start seeing a downward trend, but even even in that sentence, I don't think that we're going to see a downward trend because of a few reasons. One, interest rates are so low. We're in a presidential election year. The Fed is not going to raise interest rates. They're going to stay the way they are at for at least another six to eighteen months, in my opinion. Um, we saw it at the last election, and. That's what we were anticipating coming into this year, that we would see a little bit of a a softening in terms of fence sitters, people not ready to make a decision. But those that have have drawn the line in the sand and have made decisions have caused this upward swing on the sell side in terms of selling a property and gaining that appreciation. I would say that there's never been a time in our, and and maybe I could stand corrected, but from the research I've done, there 
homeowners have the most equity they've ever had ever in history. And so that to me tells me that people, one, are, are staying in their homes because they have the equity. The financing isn't what it used to be. So they can't just pull everything out that they have in equity. Um, and if they do, it's such an affordable rate that most people can afford to keep their mortgages. So there's a lot of this, unless they have plans to move out of state, which it seems like 50% of the people that I talk to are leaving the state. Uh, but there's no, it's California, it's San Diego. People want to come here. So right, right. I think if anything, my prediction would be that maybe we won't see the double digit appreciation. We'll start seeing single digit appreciation, which would mean that the prices are starting to slow down because what we are seeing from this spring to the fall, the changes in price that people can capture if they were to sell, if they were to sell pre-pandemic to now, not quite post, we're still in the middle of the pandemic. We're ways, but, yeah, ways to go, right? But I'm just blown away by how much people are earning in terms of equity, what's come up. I mean, we're looking at some properties, some neighborhoods, close to 20% from earlier this year to today. Shocking. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I've spent most of my adult life on the wrong side of the market, which is probably more a question for a therapist than a realtor. But <laughs> Well, we tend to be therapists, just <laughs> FYI. I, I hear a lot from my clients just, you know, because these are big decisions that people have to make. And, um, you know, the just have knowing, I always tell my client clients, you need to look at the facts, look at the data, what is the information that we have, and that's how we try to make the assessment for the future. I mean, nobody has a crystal ball, and we just have to look at the stats to really identify. And, and at the long and the short of it is, real estate should always be a long-term investment. And I think that even the people that have been able to earn that much more equity by just staying put, um, don't, don't go out of your way. I mean, it's probably some, in some cases I tell people to, you know, don't sell, like, where are you going to go? If there's no supply, right. then, um, right. you know, can you, can you find the next home? Is, and so that's, you know, those are the, the conversations that a lot of folks are having right now. So, you know, what's the alternative? So I think that's another reason why you won't see a big shift because a lot of people are just staying put. Right. Right. We're talking with Carol Farrar, owner of 1850 Realty. Uh, Carol, I appreciate the, fa appreciate the fact that 1850 Realty has been a long time San Marcos Chamber member, so appreciate that. Of um, one of my favorite things is, uh, and this, I should know this, but I don't. So what went into the name? Why, what's, why 1850? I chose the name for partially that reason, to have people ask. Um, people say, was that when you were born? Well, I didn't find the fountain of youth, but no, it is the year that San Diego became a county and it's the same year that California became a state. And, uh, my husband is a volunteer with the sheriff's department. It's the same year that the sheriff's department was established. So we, you know, we really, uh, are near and dear to our community. We, we love being a part of it. And we, f we felt when I was coming up with the branding, everybody identifies with the year that they move somewhere you know, oh, we've been here since this date or that date. And I just thought it really translated well, like 1850, that's when San Diego started. We're both native San Diegans and, you know, we want to help people, you know, wh what's your year? <laughs> makes perfect sense. Now, now that you say that, it all makes perfect sense. So I think you chose very wisely that name. So 
Yeah, uh, thanks a lot. We really we've we've been in business now in San Marcos for the last well, we celebrated seven years in August. Congratulations. Uh, thank you. Yeah, it's a you know, this day and age with small business, it's just it's so important for us. Um, to treat our clients right, and word of mouth has been our biggest uh, advocate of staying in business. And, um, you know, myself being in the business for the last 15 years, it's just, it's been interesting. You know, people that have been in the business twice as long as me have said they've never seen anything like this market. So it's really, it's, it's been an interesting ride, and we've had the great fortune of helping a lot of people in this pandemic. It just helps us be on the top of what's going on, having our pulse on the market. And I really appreciate having this conversation with you. No, thanks for joining us today. We were talking with Carol Ferrar of 1850 Realty and learning a little bit about what's happening in, in the housing market. Again, everybody's business has had to make that pivot, has had to uh, make some changes to be able to uh, still thrive in, in a pandemic. And so we learned a lot today. So Carol, thanks for, so much for joining us on this episode. Absolutely. We're happy to come back to Great. Thank you. <laughs> and thanks for everybody for listening today to the San Marcos Business and Community Podcast presented by the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce. Thanks and have a great day.